Hey, this is Jason Lyles, George from Rampage, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Fifteen minutes later, hey everybody, you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Gabe, Tim, and Juan. And a hawk. We're live! Hey everybody, welcome to Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. And I'm motherfucking Juan. And today we are going to be talking about our pop culture classic from Jason. This is from Jason, right? I believe so. Yeah. He had a heart on for it, I hear. He was very excited for us to talk about this film when I ran into him at a Hall of Justice Comics and Collectibles located in Parker, Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucking deep. That was was pretty smooth, man. That was pretty smooth. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Jason Wells' pick, which is called Lady Hawk. Lady Lauren, Hawk. Us, it's a nice with how how good it is. <laughs> it's a 1985 <laughs> American. Oh shit! This is a, considered a mid. I guess it is kind of medieval. It's a medieval dark fantasy film directed and produced by Richard Donner. I know, I know. There's knights and shit. I get it. There's fucking they dudes like with swords. I, I know. And horses and sword fighting, but <laughs> produced by Richard Donner and starring Matthew Broderick, uh, Rutger Hauer, and Hauer, Hauer, and Michelle Pfeiffer. The story is about a young thief who unwillingly gets involved with a warrior and his lady who are hunted by the Bishop of Aquila. As he comes to know about the couple's past in secret, he finds himself determined to help them overcome the Bishop's oppressions, both in arms and in the form of a demonic curse. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so, it had a budget of $20 million, and it made 18.4. So it lost ooh. money. Ooh, lost money. So in the age of VHS... This was what would probably be considered a cult classic. What? Uh, it did shitty, shitty, shitty at the movie theater. And once people started watching it on video, fucking every chick at school was swooning over this shit. Like every girl I knew loved this movie because it's so romantic. He's a wolf at night and she's a hawk during the day. Spoiler <laughs> like, alert. This is like the original Twilight. Spoiler I feel like. Alert. Oh. Spoiler so, alert. I, Bro, this movie's as old as me. We have the same birth year. <laughs> so I I like this movie. In the sense that when I was a kid, it was pretty cool, and I saw it. I you thought this movie was a shit. Don't lie. No, like, there's I, a wolf. I really like this. I really <laughs> liked this movie when I was a kid. There's no lying about that. <laughs> Watching it again, the pacing of this movie is worse than the pacing of Legend, and that is really saying something. Like of the two fantasy movies with the worst pacing ever this one is the worst pacing like it is so fucking slow like this story could be told in 35 minutes flat like and be just as engaging <laughs> as this movie was so it's it's got a 67 percent critics score but but with 50 plus thousand ratings 
It's got a 74% audience score. 50 fucking thousand people came onto Rotten Tomatoes and rated this son bitch. Right. That's because crazy. Fucking people, people love this movie, dude. Like <laughs> this when Mel found out we were watching this, she got like visibly excited. Like she loves this movie. I think when we watch it cuz she didn't get to watch it with me this time, I think when she watches it again, she's going to be like, "Yeah, this is kind of slow." Like <laughs> <laughs> That intro, that intro credit scenes is uh. is long, man. <laughs> it's it's really long. You owe, you owe us for that credit <laughs> so, for that credit title card, Jason. Just so that. I'm watching that. I'm watching. I'm watching this movie, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear what I would consider like Rocky music when like he's training and shit. <laughs> And I'm like, what is going on on the screen that I need this kind of... And it's the dude, he's just jumping horse to horse, traveling through the land. And I'm like, this, I don't need, like, pump-up music for this. This You're is like, the this weirdest is not thing. That exciting. <laughs> just it's just like... Horses. It's just like randomly pumping out jock jams just for him yes. to ride his horse. Did this come out before or after The Princess Bride? Uh, let me look it up. Because Richard Donner made The Princess Bride, right? I think so. Dun, dun. The Princess Bride was 87, and this was 85, so two years prior to The Princess Bride. And, okay. Uh, and it was oh, directed by Rob, Rob Reiner and Andrew Scheinemann. Shagaman? Huh. Like, so the one thing that I do really like about this story is it's like, it's basically a fairy tale, and that's cool. Like, and I really like stuff like that. This is like the kind of movie that I would sit on a Sunday and watch with like my girls. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Ashton, if he wasn't like sleepy because he snores when he sleeps. <laughs> like <Get> yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> but I think what kind of stinks is like it's it's like it's a fairy tale for like 13 to 15 year olds like it's got just like a very specific like window i think where people will find it interesting because it's not exciting enough for like a young kid to like it and it's also not like well written or like you know interesting enough for like an adult to like it like i you know what i'm saying like it just feels it's exactly what tim said it's like twilight basically for for me well so i understood twilight like i knew where that was going i knew the tone that it was setting for me i i got it for this i didn't know if i was supposed to laugh at broderick like if this was supposed to be a comedy or if i was supposed to be taking this fucking hawk wolf storyline seriously like it was a it was a really confusing uh, tone. I don't know if tone is the right word. I don't know if the, the the genres were mixed up. Like it just felt really odd. I wasn't sure how I was supposed to be reacting to the movie. Do you think that's because you're used to seeing Matthew Broderick and shit like Ferris Bueller's I, Day I Off? I think so. Yeah, I think and so. then randomly, right. and then randomly, he's in like a a fairy tale, like kind a of like serious, like yeah. Whoa. 
Like so, like a like a grim fairy tale that's taking itself very seriously. The, the hard part for me was that I through the whole movie I didn't know what I was supposed to be feeling. Like I felt that movie with I felt that way with devs because the main actor is a comedian and so I thought we were going to watch something funny and it ended up being fucking way different than that, but it kept that tone through the hard whole show. Not funny. <laughs> yeah. But that it, show was hard. Sci-fi. But it kept it and this has weird undertones of like it's supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be romantic and there's a lot of action in the middle and I just don't know that it knew what it was supposed to be doing in two fucking long hours of dryness. There there were parts that like I would giggle. Like parts were just like dumb shit happened, haha funny. But there wasn't any like comedic relief for how dramatic this movie was. Well, he was trying to be like Three Stooges. Like, like I was laughing at when he's up on top and he's literally like six foot in the air, and their swords have to be like four foot, and then their selves, and they're literally like stormtroopers just fucking purposefully missing him through this wood shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I, it was just I was like, well, I, I don't know if I'm if this is supposed to be funny because it looks overtly goofy as fuck. How do you miss the dude with fifteen swords? I mean, I guess you do. <laughs> I'm trying to see. So, 81 had Dragon Slayer and Excalibur, um, Clash of the Titans, which really isn't the same kind of movie. So, Dragon Slayer, super like corny, but like serious movie. Excalibur is a very serious movie. Um, then it looks like in 82. Sorceress, Beastmaster, Conan, Dark Crystal, Last Unicorn, Sword and the Sorcerer came out. So a lot of stuff that was like more action-y and like teen-driven came out in like 82. And then it gets even like cheesier with like Crawl, Fire and Ice, and Deathstalker in 83. Oh, and Zoo Warriors, which is not part of this conversation because that was in China. (laughs) But uh, so it looks like, you know, and then by 84, it's Conan the Destroyer, which is the cheesy kid one and Ghostbusters and Gremlins and the never ending story. So like awful movie at the at the beginning of the 80s, like fantasy was serious and it keeps like going down until. You know, it's things like, you know, never ending story and, you know, Ghostbusters and Gremlins, things that are like really geared for kids. And I think this is like, you know, coming out the year after never ending story, like they're trying to like gear it towards like this children's audience. So some of that stuff was probably meant to be funny and it's probably <laughs> Doyle has appeared. Doyle. <laughs> it's probably meant to be funny and it's probably why they cast Matthew Broderick in it, but in general it's just like it doesn't it's like you said it doesn't quite know what it wants to be. It's like they took a serious idea and tried to make a kids movie out of it. That's what it feels like. I've said twice now that this feels like twice either... baked opinions. Yeah, twice baked opinions. Um, it felt it feels like either like a fan made D and D campaign that somebody grabbed off the internet, <laughs> or it feels like somebody like it's coming back. It feels like somebody wrote a short story to a Frazetta painting. 
and then didn't know how to like, turn that into an actual movie. Yeah, it's definitely like just so saw a cool fun. picture and was like, I could write a story about a guy with a hawk. <laughs> 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 and then he turns into a wolf. Fuck it's, yeah, that's, that's metal. Not, that's not in the it picture, but that doesn't mean metal. it can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like if this soundtrack had like a war metal soundtrack, it would be a way better movie. I'd be like way more into it. You but look like my abuelita or something, Doyle. Uh, I'm just not. My fucking brain pain, man. I just woke up. I feel a little better, so I popped on. What do you think, Lady Hawk? Uh, it's like a kid in King Arthur's court had a fever dream, and someone let Matthew Broderick in a movie way too soon. <laughs> That's what I felt like. <laughs> uh, I don't. I want to know. I'm curious to know what Jason's thoughts were on this movie because it sounded like he had a really big boner for it when Tim talked to him. I don't know when the last time he watched it is, but I loved this movie when I was a kid. Like, this was up there with, um, what's the Tom Cruise movie where Legend, like, Legend and Willow. Also a super poorly paced movie. Yeah. Legend is a mess. That movie's a mess. I feel like the writers and directors of those movies, like Willow, all of those movies, honestly, at the time, they were just like masturbating on themselves with how good they thought their ideas were. They're like, oh, this will be awesome. (laughs) 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 Then he'll do this, and then he'll do this. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) it's a a cool movie genre that doesn't exist today. I'd like to see it like come back, like just like pure fantasy world. I don't. I don't ever see like fantasy movies very much anymore. You know, I'm sure they exist. That's but. not what your Google history says. Man, there there aren't very many. Like, no, I mean, is. we had we had Game of Thrones, which was a TV show. You know, yeah. even uh, that I feel was like more like. I mean, it is fantasy, but it was dastardly. Right, dastardly fantasy. Yeah, it's like they call it grim dark. And yeah, nobody's like, really doing Grimdark right now. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Dragonheart movie coming out. Because all the other ones have been so good. Hey, hey, hey. Watch <laughs> your mouth. I fucking hey, the love Dragonheart. The first, hey, the, first is, the first one's good. I like it. But yeah, and then they made like they, 87 different ones after that. They're all just terrible. They immediately <laughs> stopped being good. Like, like how uh, Mortal Kombat 2 cost them more money but was way worse. Like oh, that. It was fucking Straight awful. Claymation animalities, bro, will live on forever. <laughs> Claymation animality. I'll still the watch racism. it. All right. Don't get me wrong. I'll still watch it every other Sunday, every once in a while, okay? But it wasn't good. It was not good. <laughs> Man, well, I can't find. I don't think there really are any true fantasy movies coming out. Look. Stardust is like the last one I remember. The, Neil, the one based on the Neil Gaiman book? Yeah. Yeah. That is a good-ass movie, too. Yeah. Doesn't, that have, like a doesn't that have fantasy. Robert De Niro in it or something yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer again, um, and Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil now. Oh, oh that's shit. right. It's got a ton of good people in that show. I th- Henry Cavill is also in that movie. <laughs> All right. I have popular 2000s fantasy movies. Uh, like Harry Vinci's Potter. The Witcher. <laughs> well, pretty close. There's Harry Potter, obviously. 
Yeah. Uh, the Solomon Kane movie. I own that, but it's not bad. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, pretty intense, but yeah, fantasy. It's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, Reign of Fire came out in. Uh, Reign of Fire came out twenty years ago. That wasn't too long ago. <laughs> twenty years ago, that wasn't too long ago. It's like yesterday. Yeah, it's totally yesterday. <laughs> Shit, Lady in the Water's fourteen years old. Oh, I hated that movie. Golden. I like Lady in the Water. So do I. It's it's just it's different. It's a it's a fairy tale. I like, it's like that dude. was like that was like my favorite Mushmangalan movie. <laughs> Mushmangalan. Golden, Golden Compass came out in 07. Aragon came out in 06. Golden I'm Compass ex- was trash, but the TV series that is on HBO, His Dark Materials, is the shit. Nice. Yeah, I that's about it. That one better. Like really, the main thrust of fantasy for the last like. 22 years has been Harry Potter. I say that who's the guy that plays Tyrion? Tyrion Lannister. Oh, the actor, uh, Peter Dinklage. You should remake Willow. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's do it right this time. What's wrong with Willow this now? I think they are making a new Willow, by the way. I Nothing's wrong with Willow, but I feel like it suffers a lot of the same problems that like Legend and stuff suffered, where it's just it's a little all over the place. It, 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 like, there, it, there's it, a there's a Willow sequel coming out for Disney Plus. What <laughs> I think it's 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 going to have Val Kilmer and uh, Warwick Davis. John they're, M. They're Chu is back. directing it. Damn. Damn, I didn't think they'd make it like a midget movie again. <laughs> I don't think they're calling it a midget movie. Oh. Yeah, they're probably just calling it Willow. <laughs> this one's rated M for Michael Kirk. For, for Michael Kirk. <laughs> Shitowski, MK plus, man. So lady, lady hawk was. I want to, I want to see like, like the commercial for it. it's like you've never seen a world like this before, and then it's just a camera angle from like three feet tall. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh oh man. man, maybe Mike you should have just, just kept Mike asleep. Just comes around like a kitchen counter. It's like, <laughs> so we gonna do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just waist level. <laughs> Oh man. He's wearing like a terry cloth robe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say in general I still like this movie. It just it's not paced very good and it definitely is a little a little confused, I think. <laughs> so I will I will say I didn't remember that Matthew Broderick was in this movie, even though he's like the main fucking character of the movie. Yeah. It is nice to know that he couldn't act long before I thought he couldn't act. <laughs> so it's not it wasn't a development with Godzilla it happened many years he was just, before he, he's not a good actor I don't think he is he's strictly he's just he's just Matthew Broderick like I'm pretty sure that's just who he is all the time like running around you just need and like some, a silly white guy for a movie know. you pick you cast Matthew Broderick <laughs> some studio director liked him as a man boy slave and just started putting him in movies and here we are today I don't really know any I mean obviously there's one or two that stick out but I don't really know any like that's a Matthew Broderick movie that I need to go watch again you know what I mean like it's he doesn't because there there's one <laughs> Even Ferris Bueller's Day Off, that's not something you seek out. That's just something you let finish. 
Like, yeah, exactly. You turn it on and it just happens to be on. You watch it one time on purpose, and then after that, you're like, oh. Ferris he's Bueller. not even He's not even my favorite part of that movie. No. His Cameron friend... is way better. Yeah, yeah, Cameron's way better. So is actually the girl's character. So is the, uh, like, uh, oh, principal's but... character, his sister's character. Like, I feel like he is just surrounded by an all-star cast and got lucky. Like Charlie Sheen's when I look at this list of films, literally none of them are things that I would watch again on purpose, <laughs> except for maybe the Lion King. He's in the Lion King. He is the he adult voices... voice of Simba. Yeah, he voices adult oh. Simba. But you well, don't have to. He doesn't have to act. He just has to like be able to speak sentences. Yeah. So. And the sentences he delivers, kind of, kind of plain Jane, boring to hear. Oh, buddy, this is like a laundry list of movies that are completely forgettable. <laughs> Project X, Torch Song trilogy. Oh, Project out X. The, Which one is that? Out exactly out on a limb. Infinity, Lion King two. <laughs> uh, Not one and a half. No, yeah, that came after. You oh. can count. You can count on me. Snow Day, Good Boy, Deck the Halls. Like half of these fucking movies, I haven't even heard of. Man, diminished capacity. Does that even sound like a movie that no. makes? Uh, this is awful, man. This is literally a list of movies that no one wants to watch. Man, I feel bad for Matthew Broderick's career. <laughs> His his older stuff was just better, I guess. No, I mean, it's dude, it's it's War Games in '83, Lady Hawk yeah. in '85. War Games Bueller. is like the only movie I really like that he's in. Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off uh, in '86. Then one, two, three, four, five, six movies I've never heard of, and Glory in '89. And then nothing until The Lion King. I guess he has a cameo in The Cable Guy. Godzilla came out in 98. Like, it's just a oh, list. He's the, of... he's the main guy in Cable Guy, isn't he? No, that's Jim Carrey. That's Jim isn't? Carrey, yeah. But he's a, he is, like, installing the cable in no, his the, apartment. Yeah. Oh. Roderick's the guy who's being tortured the whole time, basically. Oh. Also, Cable Guy, my least favorite Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> Where he's I'll just so like my favorites. Yeah, I can I, see that, but it's I not feel like, <laughs> for I feel normal like people. Most, <laughs> I feel like most Jim Carrey movies are my least favorite Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> I, don't know. I fucking love it. I love Ace Ventura a lot. Sonic the Hedgehog was awesome. I really liked Sonic that the Hedgehog. That was really, really good. <laughs> what's, that, what's that one movie, number 23 or 32? That wasn't, oh, that, wasn't that movie yeah, was, that was good. a crazy I movie. I like the serious movies a little bit better. Even the yeah. Truman Show I thought was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. his artwork. Or the I've never seen. Uh, I know that he does it. Of the spotless mind is really good. That movie's trippy. Yeah, yeah it is. the ending of that movie is pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie, Lady Hawk is good. Matthew Broderick's career fucking blows ass. <laughs> like yeah, overall, I like Lady Hawk. It's just uh, it's not as good as I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, like, I don't get like I don't get the whimsy from it. 
which is like the same thing I don't get from like Legend or Willow or any of those movies anymore. But eh, he Broderick'd it. You know? <laughs> All right, Juan, what what do you give this movie? <sighs> uh, probably like a fifty percent. I I mean it's it was almost unwatchable just because it was so slow. And like I, you knew you don't have to explain the 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 twist to me three times. Like I get it. Like you, you get it within the first you know couple times you see him. Like I get it. I it just I don't know fifty percent. I just wasn't super excited about it. Hey, did you know he's a hawk, or <laughs> she's a hawk. I was like, that's not how the movie went. <laughs> Tim Tim still managed to be confused. <laughs> Oh my god. How about how about you, Doyle? What'd you think, man? Uh I was one. I'm like fifty five, sixty percent. Like I almost got hard and then just didn't you know. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no payoff anywhere in the movie, you know? Like Yeah. I'm not I'm no I'm not rooting for anyone really because I'm like I don't really enjoy any of the characters. And I'll say this to help, to back up what you're saying right now, Doyle. At the end of the film, <laughs> nobody's happy. It's just the two yeah. of them swinging around in like a chapel and a bunch of monks like, we just watched our bishop get murdered. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? Like, there's no cheering. <laughs> yeah. World. This is the birth. The weird world we live in. Yeah, was, I mean, uh, I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I do I do want uh, Jason to send us like a note or something to let us know what his what why he like loved this movie so much. Right. <laughs> maybe we're just wrong. Maybe everybody loves this we movie. Could, we maybe could. I miss maybe I misread him completely and he was just like giving us this film to torture us. So yeah, maybe he was just super excited because so. he knew we would hate it. So so <laughs> Doyle, it's a solid seventy four percent with more than fifty thousand people who rated it. Yeah. This feels like a movie people would like to me. And I just didn't, you know, because I just can't get past like Matthew Broderick's stupid face. Like I can't <laughs> his acting, his his sound of his voice, his face. Like, so I think the, we found Doyle's Tom uh, Tom, Tom Cruise or his Tom Cruise yeah. and Tom his, Hanks. I hate Tom Hanks. Yeah. Apparently, I, it's like the fifth time I've said it. <laughs> Fucking Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, I love that time where Damn. I thought he was Mel Gibson forever. That's what I like about Tom Hanks. Uh, I'm pretty much just on the level with everyone so far. It's not something I'm going to go out of my way for again. Might show it to somebody if they haven't seen it before. Definitely going to re- recommend it to AC and Amanda because they love very I slow, kind of bad movies. guarantee you they've seen this movie. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> How old Ace is what, like 73 or something like that? <laughs> Ace is sure immortal, but I'm like pretty sure he was. He was def- Ace was probably the right age for this film when it came out, I'd bet. Yeah, I for sure was. I loved this, this movie. This movie like, is about really... Ace's life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, Ace and Amanda are the characters in Lady Hawk, I think is what Doyle's trying to say. <laughs> The fairy tale is based on them before they were vampires. <laughs> That's why we only see Ace at nighttime. <gasps> no shit. <laughs> or indoors. Or inside. Yeah. 
I give this like a 70, I think. I, wow, I still that's high. enjoy I still enjoy quite a bit of the story to it, but man, it is it is not the way movies are made anymore, and there's a reason for that. Like <laughs> <laughs> like it, that weird it, 80s pacing, man. It's it, pretty it, pretty it characteristic. Meanders, it meanders like a motherfucker, and it takes forever to get to the conclusion of this. Like yeah. it even if they cut the intro by 14 minutes, <laughs> like it would make this movie better. But I don't know. It's it's still pretty good. So it is a product of its time for sure. Definitely. So, Jason, we hated your movie. Sorry. No. <laughs> I think it got a passing score, actually. Yeah, it gets like it gets like a 60 or something like that, right? It's passing. It's like a D I plus. My, I took my nostalgia. Like, if I just put like, the nostalgia rating on, I'd be about where Gabe is. Because, like, it holds a, like, there's a special part of it where it's like, I remember loving it as a kid. So I watch it. and It's like endearing in that way. But I yeah. tried. I tried to distance myself from that when I'm watching movies to see how good I like them now. And like, had I never seen it as a child, I'm pretty sure I would just turn it off <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Be like, I don't care who the hawk is. <laughs> but that's just me. I I also love that the arrow somehow stuck into the hawk, where normally that arrow probably would have went right through the fucking hawk, because it looked like it got her like in the wing, the thinnest part of the fucking bird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, take us out, Gabe. I think we've lady hawked ourselves to death. Yeah, I think so. Somebody should put an arrow in us. Hey. Uh, Hey, well, be sure to find us at TOTLB.com. That's where you can find links to all of our social media. And, of course, go to YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. That's where you can find videos of all the episodes and interviews and all sorts of other crazy crap. Yeah, Um, Body Farm just came out today. Nice. Go to, uh, go to, uh, damn, you threw me off. (laughs) Patreon.com slash TOTLB. That's where uh, you can find extra video content, uh, which is definitely going to happen very, very soon. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, finally, last but definitely not least, if you have ever been midget curious, be sure to give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial (laughs) Hotline, 970-573-6148. It is a number to fulfill all of your midget love fantasies. Yeah. And leave us a message about pretty much anything that we talked about on the show. Till next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Doyle sounds so nonplussed. Like, I'm Doyle. I'm Doyle. <laughs> you can tell he feels like shit. He's dead. Yeah, like agree. a fucking rug that, or whatever the fuck that is. Got that COVID 20 right now. <laughs> and we're out. I got the, I got the super vid. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!